Hello there. This is Shalina, aka Shao from Shall We Toke, and thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited because this is my first sesh, or I should say our first sesh together, of many, many more. And I'm really excited because this is something I've been planning for a while now, and it's going to be amazing because I just know that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to hit record and we're just going to get going on this because I have, I guess when you think about things and you're like writing about things and you're, you know, you just research a lot of things like, how do I do this? What's the right thing to do? What if I do this? What if I do that? No, 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 no. Just do what you feel like is right. And right now what I feel is right is me packing a bowl, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm not rolling a joint. I haven't really rolled joints. Um, well, I actually have rolled joints recently, but kind of like preserving my weed if you know what I mean um <laughs> I haven't picked up this week and you know I'm trying to get my deals on the weekend so I yeah it's that it's that broke life um yeah so I'm just packing up some I don't even know oh wait it is Acapulco I don't know what that is um I think it's a sativa which I need right now um I it's it's a beautiful day right now it's uh two o'clock in the afternoon it was raining the past couple of days it just feels nice in California because we don't get a lot of rain but um you know people in California when it starts to rain everyone starts to freak out and no one really likes to do anything and also the coronavirus is going around apparently which I don't know I think it's a load of shit to be honest I think that um I think the media is really spinning it to make it sound like it's more serious than what it is and I'm not you know I'm not discrediting, you know, the fact that it is serious. I just think that the way that everyone is losing their minds right now is a little bit comical. Um, I think that, I, I mean, I kind of like did some research on this. I looked up the difference between the flu and, and the coronavirus, and I discovered that the flu, I mean, we've already had, I think, I think it's like 75,000 deaths, um, already if I may be mistaken I think there's more and already like 39 to like 43 million people have already been affected mind you California already has like 39 million people in the state of California so I mean think about that like when you really look at the numbers because numbers don't lie um you'll see that the coronavirus is just I don't know I think it's and I think more and more people are kind of catching on I think that you're probably also catching on to this you're like okay something seems a little fishy or you may completely disagree with me and you think that it's a really it's so serious which I think it is serious if you get if you get contracted with it however I think that if you already have an, a low immune system if you're like a baby if you're like in a you know someone that's a lot older those are, you know, that makes it, that makes a lot more sense. But I think that how everyone is kind of freaking out and schools are being canceled right now. And I mean, me and my friends, we went to this Chinese restaurant this past weekend and it was like empty. And I've never seen this place empty because we go for theme sum, which I've never seen empty on the weekend. And we walk in and I'm like, where is everyone? My friend's like, the coronavirus. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with Chinese restaurants? But it's like, it's so funny how people make this correlation because it, I, what, it started in China or whatever. And now it's, or I don't even know where it started. Japan, I don't know. Japan or Korea, I don't know. I really don't know. And I don't want to sound stupid. I, I think I already sound stupid by saying that. But I think it's just funny that like people generalize like, oh, we can't eat at a Chinese restaurant because 
you know, it's come from China or it's come from an Asian country, which is just so stupid. Like, by the way, the food was fucking bomb, so I don't care what anyone says. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's really funny. I think it's really ridiculous at how um, people are just losing their minds. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, that's our economy. That's our, that's, I mean, it's affecting our economy. That's, that's for one thing. I mean, I mean, if you've seen the videos of the women fighting over toilet paper in Australia, it's just like, really? Like, first of all, why do you need that much toilet paper? How much are you really, like, shitting? Like, I don't understand that. Like, how is that, how does a toilet paper equate to protecting yourself against the virus other than you using the restroom? I think that, like, disinfecting wipes or whatever, that would make more sense. I don't know. I just think it's a little ridiculous. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's just, I just don't even give it the time of day. Um, but I just, yeah, it's just, it's funny how society works. It's funny how people, um, just, I mean, they hear one thing on the media and they just go berserk. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It really, really doesn't. Um, but I think over time also, like, I've become less interested in what media has to say, less interested in what, um, you know, I just don't, like, I used to be really into, like, when Trump was you know, going to be nominated or whatever. I, I remember being, I was in, um, I was in law school at the time and I was in con law, constitutional law. And I remember like being so heavily invested and like reading all the, all the articles and like, you know, not really debating with people too much because I just knew it was such a sensitive thing. But I think, I think I did at the time. I think that I had my, my own opinions on it, but it's just really funny at how like everyone just starts to like, there everyone has an opinion and everyone feels like their opinion is right and that's fine I get that but at the same time like I don't know I just think that the more and more as time goes by and the more and more we see how the media really influences how we think and how we behave and how I mean it's it's amazing I I think it's amazing um but it's it's just funny because I I was really heavily involved and I remember when he got elected I was just like, oh my God. And it was all these things. But at the same time, it was just like, I mean, we all have confirmation bias. Like that, that's a real thing. We don't think that. We think that what we know is true and correct, but I just don't see that. I don't know. I think it's kind of comical how we think that what we believe is true and accurate, but every, like, it's just not true. And I remember my professor at the time, he was like, you know, when after Trump got elected, he was like, I mean, you guys, we all saw this coming. Like you guys, everyone was, you know, you could feel the tension with people. Like certain people felt the type of way. Some people were against it. I know people who voted for Trump for tax purposes. I know people that um, that were very open about his uh, voting for him. I mean, men and women. And it was just, it was, I thought it was great in the sense of you have that right. You can pick whoever you want to be leading our country. You have that freedom to vote. And I think it was, it's kind of silly how people always want to shove their opinions down your throat. But like I said, my professor said, confirmation bias is a real thing. Um, it's, I mean, I have it. I mean, we all have it in certain things where we reinforce our biases by reading, watching, listening things that just, I I mean, that just reinforce the ideas that we already have about a certain topic or a certain person or a certain situation. And it really, I mean, I think it's one of the most underrated ideas and topics, um, in our society that we don't really like to talk about because you have like you have like the left wing, you have the right wing, and then you, you see how like, if you're watching Fox News, for example, you're only gonna get, you know, what is it, the, the, the right wing? I don't even know, the right wing, I think, or I think the left wing, I don't even know. I really don't know the difference. I don't really care to know the difference. But I mean, they're gonna just shove their, their um, opinions down your throat, whatever it may be. 
And then you have CNN, who's also, I mean, I do watch CNN. I've watched CNN my entire life. But they also shove one narrative down your throat. And so it's kind of interesting to see how we're so easily swayed by what what people say, what um, the media tells us. Oh, well, CNN says it. Oh, well, so-and-so said it. Oh, yeah, that's great and all. But you're just confirming your biases. And this is funny because I don't know about you, about you specifically, but for me, when I'm like really into something, I research, I, you know, I really dive into what I'm, whatever I'm um, wanting to understand more about. So say if it's just like, I mean, I'm going to use something really just simple. Okay. So say like blueberries, right? I want to know everything there is to know about blueberries, which is I want to know their health benefits because say I'm now introducing blueberries into my diet. Right. And I want to know everything there is to know about blueberries. Like, you know, the antioxidant benefits, you know, um, the nutrition, like what kind of, how many, um, I don't know, like the vitamin C, I don't know if they have vitamin C, I don't even know what it has, but whatever it has, like whatever the benefit it brings to me, I want to know all about that. So what am I going to do when I'm researching, I'm going to Google health benefits about blueberries, nutrition uh, of blueberries, you know, and when you Google that, you'll see what pops up. It's like, you know, eight amazing benefits of blueberries and it never really gives you the negatives. It'll say like, you know, everything in moderation, but they're not going to, what you Google, what you search, it's only going to cater to what you want and what you want to understand and know. And I've really tried, I think in the last few months, especially is instead of trying to confirm my biases, like, okay, I want to eat blueberries, but there also could be negatives about eating a lot of blueberries. You know, I think that I'm trying now to, when I research stuff or when I Google stuff, I'm looking up things like, what are the negative effects? I'm trying to see the opposite. And I think too much in our society, we're wanting to see only our side, only one side, only what we know. Oh no, no, no. That's all that needs. That That's all that's true. That That is what's true. And, but that's not, that's not necessarily accurate. I mean, there are other opinions. There are other, you know, data. There's just so much that goes against what we believe. And it goes to my, goes to this one saying that I had read. It goes, everything that we know may already be wrong. Everything that we know may already be wrong. And it may be false. Like that statement, I think Jimmy Iovine um, said that, who was a, he's a big music producer or whatever, engineer. Um, he, I think he said it in his documentary. He was like, what you know already may be wrong. Like you, what you think is true is actually not true. And that is something I think is so hard for even me to like understand half the time because I, we want to confirm what we already know to be true. So what are we going to do? We're going to keep reading stuff. We're going to keep um, seeing stuff. We're going to keep talking about stuff that reinforces that opinion or that belief. And I think going the opposite, which is so uncomfortable to do, especially for me, I know it's really, really uncomfortable for me to um, step outside of what I know to be true. Um, I think that um, that's, we're constantly trying to reinforce what we know. So I think what I'm trying to do, especially in the next you know few months or however, like just the rest of my life even, I'm trying now to see things from the other side, which again is a struggle for me. I mean, it's like when you you know you're 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 arguing with a friend or you're arguing with a sibling or you're arguing with a parent and you're like, "But I just want you to see it from my point and they they don't because why? They they have their own confirmation bias. I have my confirmation bias, you know? And I think that that's where I think 
what I'm trying to even do with this is our sessions. I think that when you have a session with someone, like I've had so many sessions with people where I'll walk into the situation and I think I know something about something. I just think I know it. I'm like, yeah, I know this. I know this to be true. And then they'll come at me with information that I'm like, wait, what? And it totally goes against everything that I know to be true. But then I think in those moments, especially for me, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to take pause now. I'm trying to take pause and say, okay, I don't know everything. I don't know if what they're saying is 100% true or 100% not, but I'm going to do my research. But I'm also, the reason I'm going to do my research is because I'm open to what they have to say. And that is kind of what I'm trying to do with this whole thing I'm, I've created. Um, when I created Shall We Talk, which was my, originally my blog, I... If you had ever read my about me, at the very bottom, I changed it now, it's not there anymore, but at the very bottom, I had like one quote that I wrote and it says, I hope that this place becomes, I hope that this is a comfortable and safe place for you because I don't want people to come, like that's the thing, when I have sessions with people, I think it's the most beautiful experience because I have been blessed enough to smoke with people all over the world. I mean, literally like all over the world and I can tell you the perspective, the experiences, I mean, the conversations, just, I always walk away thinking, holy crap, I never would have thought that, or, oh, wow, like, that was so interesting, or that person was really cool. I would have never talked to them had it not been for us having a sesh together. Like, that, I mean, I can literally, cannot even tell you how many times that has happened, where I've walked away from a situation, and I was like, wow, I we did not share that commonality of smoking. I don't think we would have ever spoken, and not only that, I don't think I would have ever really saw things from your point of view. And I think that is the main gist of what I'm trying to do in this world is through conversation, you know, me and you, just me and you, like, that's all I need is just me and you for you to walk away from this. And for me to walk away from this, like, oh, there's some stuff that I need to look more into or, oh, I I need to like see things from the other point of view. So I think everyone's trying to see like, oh, well, what are you going to do with this whole podcast? Are you going to talk about cannabis? You're going to talk about weed. No, I'm not doing any of that. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about all these different things, but I've just come to realize now being in the, in the cannabis space or industry or community, whatever you want to call it for over two, about two years now, a little over two years, I've seen the, the change. I've seen how people have gone from, you know, really being hopeful to really just being devastated and defeated. I've seen, I've seen the ebbs and flows. I, I mean, including myself, like I didn't go into this with the brand. I didn't go, I mean, with the, with, when I say brand, I mean, Shawi Tok is my brand, but I didn't go into this with like a product. I didn't go into that with this. I went in this wanting to make change, wanting for people to see this plant as something more than just a drug. It's not just a drug. It's something that is a healer. It's a, it's medicine. It's, it's very communal. It's very, I mean, I can't even explain to you what this plant has done for me personally. And I, and I just know that it's done for what it's done for you. If you're listening or if you've never smoked before, that's even more beautiful. If you haven't smoked before and you're listening to me right now, I'm so happy you're here. I really am so happy you're here because we're not going to be sitting here and just having a session. I mean, I haven't even taken a hit yet of my, I haven't even smoked all day today. I literally have not smoked all day. My bowl is sitting right next to me and I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm sure once I take a hit, the conversation might change, but I just know that I'm so thankful that you've decided to even join me in on this adventure because it's going to be fun and it's going to be something that I, I'm so excited for and what I've been waiting to do, I think for over two years now, almost three years now, I would say, um, of where I wanted to create a space 
for me and for you and for us to feel safe and comfortable and talk about things and share ideas because I truly believe change comes with communication. Change comes from sitting down with someone, having a sesh, whatever you want to call it, and and discussing different ideas, understanding where you're coming from, understanding where I'm coming from. Because that in my life has always been my biggest downfall is I'm, I never used to be able to see things from the other person's point of view. And that was something that I really, really struggled with. And I think, you know, in the last few years especially, I've really had to shift my perspective. I really had to shift on how I view things and how I view others. And I think I've always, you know, it's just you're born with this inside of you, especially, I mean, I'm born and raised in LA. This is the most judgmental place in the entire world. I don't care what anyone says. It is the most superficial. It is the most judgmental. And it is the most shallow. I mean, and that's why I sometimes feel like I don't really belong here sometimes because it just seems so fake. And I think that comes with people, and I like I hate saying this word, but they're transplants. They come into this place thinking it's one thing, but then they get a slap in the face, they realize it's a completely other thing. Um, but that's the thing. Like, everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own journey. And, I mean, it's going to be beautiful because I hope I get to know you more, just how I hope you get to know me more. And this is going to be something that I'm very I'm, – I'm looking forward to more than anything um, because – only way change can be made is through conversations and and genuine honest conversations where both people come in with an open mind both people can sit down and I don't expect anyone to be on the other end to be smoking I don't I don't ask for it I don't care for it I would love for it I would love for everyone to be getting high straight up I really would because I think that it makes people see things in a completely different light um you start to I don't know it's 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 this plant has really changed me and a lot of ways and a lot of positive ways um and I hope and I know my friends could probably say the same my family could probably say the same I'm I've I've become more chill and I've become more open-minded and that is because you know t- you know cannabis it's known to open different parts of your brain it's known to do that and you know and I do think um the future is psychedelics I I've been saying that for over a year to almost yeah over a year now I've been saying like that's the future that I just know it it's just it's gonna be the thing it is. It's going to be the, the new thing and everyone's going to jump on it. Everyone's going to come out with some stupid ass brand. I mean, that's, that's what it's going to be. But it's let's I want to see it move more than that, because this plant and like and I'm and I'm going to say this on the record. I believe cannabis is the gateway drug. And what I mean by that, it's the gateway drug to research of all the other drugs, such as shrooms, any kind of any sort of psychedelics, because that is that research that needs to take place for those drugs, it's going to be enormous of how beneficial it's going to be on society, how much we're missing out on right now. And I think, and I know for a fact, we're actually moving in that direction because I know there's certain people, I know there's a lot of um, activists that are really pushing for psychedelic research. The only one person I know by name is Jason Silva, who I saw on the cover of Dope Magazine. Um, This was like years before even I, uh, not years before, but like not too long ago before I created my blog. So when I saw that, I, I was just kind of like, oh, like that's interesting. Like I never really thought of psychedelics, you know, ever being researched, but it is something that needs to be researched because do you understand how many mental illnesses and suicides? And I mean, it's unbelievable at how much these drugs can benefit society. And yet, I mean, I'm not even going to get into this now, but how the government just refuses 
to legalize it because let's be real they're gonna get they're gonna get some gain out of it they're they're sitting on money right now they're sitting on research they're sitting on products they know what they're doing i mean now if you walk into a cvs or a walgreens um i know for a fact that you can purchase um cbd i know that because i've seen it and i just was like that's really funny like all of a sudden now they're in cvs stores and that's because they're just sitting on they're just sitting on legalization you know and they know that okay now it's becoming more and more of a mainstream and california is i believe everybody in the entire world is looking at cali every single i mean every country's like what's cali gonna do the fact that we now opened up um the cafe lowell's farm cafe in west hollywood which is amazing i've never i have not been there um i i'm open to saying that i have not been there a lot of shit has been going on in the last few months where i'm not really focused on you know being a part of that right now i mean it's great but it's like that's not enough like i'm like okay you guys have glamorized this plant but for all these years you guys have been you know scrutinizing this plant now you want to pop up one west hollywood shop and call it a day like to me that's not that's not making change that's just you're just creating a place for me to smoke and you're going to charge me up the ass to smoke. Well, bitch, I can sit in my house and smoke. Like, that's how I view it. And I know I'm going to get blowback for that. And I'm okay with that because I know that, I just know that there's more change that needs to be done. And I know people are saying, oh, there's like eight shops that are opening up in West Hollywood. I mean, restaurants or whatever. Like, that's great. Why only in West Hollywood though? And that's, it's, it's all for, it's all done strategically. Everything is done. Nothing the government does is not, is not strategic everything they do is strategic they know what they're doing they know west hollywood is the place for tourism i mean i can't even imagine how many people that have visited from out of this country out of this state just to go to excuse me to that cafe because they're like it's it's the new thing i mean yeah that's great i'm super excited to one day go there but am i jumping on it right now no what i've been two years ago absolutely i mean when i started my blog 100 percent, i would have been there like without a doubt but right now, I'm like, I mean, it's it's kind of just for me, I, I don't, I don't, it's not something I choose, like I'm jumping up in joy to go, I'm not going to stand in line to go, you know, be there. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't know why I feel this way. It's just what I feel. Um, but I mean, I'm just rambling. <laughs> but I just feel like there's, there's just a lot. There's just a lot that needs to be done. And um, unfortunately, you know, we're, we haven't even like grazed the surface. And I think that when everyone kind of jumped in, we all expected, we were so excited, like, oh, all these new things are going to happen. All these brands are coming out and blah, blah, blah. It's funny because I haven't gone to an event um, quite a few months now. Um, I'm actually go, going to one on, in two days, but it's going to be interesting to see how everything shifted. Because I just know for a fact, nothing has stayed the same in the last few months. I just know that because every time I've gone to an event after a couple months, I've seen the changes. I've seen people struggling. I've seen people trying to launch stuff. I've seen people failing at their businesses. And that's, there's people that are so passionate about this, this, um, this plant, yet they aren't really doing, they don't, they're not making any, any stride. Like they're just kind of like, they're like quicksand, you know, like they're just, they're moving, but they're not going anywhere. And it sucks because I feel for that. And I understand that. And I, I, I hope that the people that deserve to be in this will succeed. And I hope that the people that don't deserve to be in this, you know, each its own. I don't, I don't want to wish ill on anyone, but I just think that, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's money. You know, it's all about money. Everything in the world is about money. It's about profit. They're going to try to make money one way or the other. So as long as they're doing that and they're finding a way, it's just, it is what it is. So I, 
I don't know. It's it, this journey so far um, has been insane, um, but I'm really excited because my our sessions together are gonna be exactly this. You know, having conversations, having talking about things that people don't want to talk about, and it's exciting because I think that a lot of change comes through conversation. Um, you know, someone I look up to. It's I mean, Oprah, for example. Like you know, she's someone who's I mean. People make fun of her all these years. I mean, she's still killing it 35 years later. As far, as far as I'm concerned, like, she's still killing it. Like, she could easily become present. She could easily become all these things. But she's like, I want to make change in my way, the way that I know how to make change. And that's by touching everybody's lives. And that's what I really want to do. I'm not trying to say I'm Oprah. That's no way. She's a god in her <laughs> of herself. But I, I love women who are and just people, not just women, just people in general who want to make change through conversation and they want to sit down and understand, like, why do you feel this way? I mean, everybody has gone through stuff. You know, we've all gone through things. We've all been through struggles. We've all had our weaknesses and our downfalls, but we've also had great times in our lives. And I think that there's a balance and I think that um, through conversation, you know, I'm just going to keep reiterating that, like through conversation, that is what Shall We Talk is. It's conversation it's let's let's get to the the heart of things I'm not using this as a platform to promote products I'm not using this as a platform to promote the cannabis world I'm not I mean great you want to come on here and do all that that's fine but I'm not doing that for those reasons I'm doing this because I feel like nobody's making real change in the world and people are in their own ways but I want to be a part of my own change in my own world so this is the start of that and I'm excited because I we're gonna be on this journey together you know and it's it's only gonna go uphill there's gonna be there's gonna be ebbs and flows with everything in life but this is something that I am truly truly excited about so thank you for joining me I'm gonna hit this this bull now but we're gonna talk again soon we're gonna have another sesh and um, I know we didn't really technically have a session on this one because I just rambled but I mean, that's how most of our conversations are going to go. They're they're just going to be, you know, sitting down. I'll probably smoke in between, but I was just so excited about just recording this and just getting on here and just doing it that I didn't even care about that, you know, because it goes back to my point. There's so much more than just sitting around just smoking weed all day. Like, there's so much more to life than just... Oh, you know, I've, I've been called every name in the book. I've been called a stoner, a pothead, a loser. I mean, everything, everything I've been called. And yeah, in the beginning, it definitely hurts. But at the end of the day, I just know that I have a bigger purpose on this planet. I just know that. I think that we all struggle with finding our purpose. And to the people that have not found it, don't worry. Because I feel like I haven't even found it. I feel like I'm searching every day. It changes all the time. But I know that there's people in the world who, I mean get it from guys mainly, but they kind of talk shit on about my goals and my dreams and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, and they think, oh, the world doesn't work like that. You're living in La La Land and, you know, whatever. It's just, that's just not rea- my reality. My reality, okay, if I'm in La La Land, that's fine. I'm living in LA, I'm in La La Land, you know, like that's how I see it. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for this journey and we're going to have a lot of deep conversations, um, a lot of fun conversations and just hopefully some changes made along the way. Um, Thank you for joining me today, and I'm looking forward to our next session together. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.